Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bing. And make sure you follow us all over uh, social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. We go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also find those links for the shows on Twitter, Instagram, and then TikTok as well. <clears throat> Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, check them out and make them part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you at FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. So Zach, I have gone through all 22 Titans first round draft pick selections since 1999, all the way through Caleb Farley. Uh, we are going to uh, categorize these draft picks. But before I dive into all that and tell you the data, uh, the question that <clears throat> we're going to kind of ask twice today, uh, before I give you guys the data, and then we'll revisit the question after I give out the data. And Zach, we'll start with you. What's your trust level in the Titans to draft the right player in the first round this year? Because we know Caleb Farley, injury history. Isaiah Wilson, in our opinions, the biggest bust in NFL history when it comes to first round draft picks. Then <clears throat> Jeffrey Simmons, massive success. Rashawn Evans, one year deal with the Falcons. So not great history. And then you get to the double first rounders of Corey Davis and Adore Jackson. Not great first round draft history for John Robinson. So, what do you think? Uh, how do you feel about the trust level for them to pick the best player, the right player this year in the first round at 26 overall? Yeah. So, in the chat, one through 10, 10 saying that they, you know, he's the best general manager of all time and he doesn't miss. Uh, one being the guy can't get one right. Uh, he's gotten one right. So, uh, so this is how I kind of, came up with my number uh, you know I didn't want to just throw out a number you know he's had if I'm correct I'm gonna leave Caleb Farley aside because I sure. don't he's sure. had seven draft picks right so if you leave Caleb Farley aside because I don't think that that's fair we the, the book's still out on him the good thing is we could really tell that Isaiah Wilson the the case we know about what's going on with him yes so he said I'm gonna judge him based on six picks and I've talked about this at length, and you and I have talked about this as, at length. I think Jeffrey Simmons, as everybody else does, is a hit. Uh, he's going to get a second contract. He is one of the faces of the, the defense of this franchise, and he is a game record. And it's hard to draft game records. He's not Aaron Donald, but I don't know. He's, he's climbing that ladder to be close over the next couple of years, and he has an opportunity uh, to get some notoriety. And then the other one, which is probably the most controversial, is Jack Conklin. I have stated that I give him a half. I don't give him a zero, but I also don't give him a one. So simple math is 1.5 out of 6 is 25%. This is where, so I should be at a 2.5. I'm going to increase that trust level from a 2.5, and I'm going to give one more point. So, And that's based on future, right? You could hit. 
So the trust level for me is a 3.5 going into this draft in the first round that they will get a guy that can either help them immediately or, and we've talked about this at length, if it is Desmond Ritter at 26 or they draft a quarterback to put pressure on Tannehill and possibly become the face of the franchise in the future, if that's what they decide, that's what they decide. So I kind of base that off of that one point, but I say a 3.5. Overall, John Robinson has been really, really bad at first-rounders. Rashawn Evans did not work out. He played bad football for a lot of his Titans career. Isaiah Wilson, we already know about. When it comes to Corey Davis and Adore Jackson, Corey Davis was not even close to being worth the fifth overall pick in the NFL draft. And Adore Jackson didn't get to a second deal because they didn't think that he was adequate. I mean, that's why they released him. Now, there was nuance to that release. and so. I say 3.5. That's where I'm at right now. 3.5 out of 10 for your trust level in the Titans to draft the right guy uh, in the first round this year. So I'm going to go through a couple um, comments from you guys. Uh, and Timmy Sama says nine, which uh, Timmy, you're about to have a big, uh, big wake up call when I go through the numbers on what the Titans have actually done in the first round. If you're thinking this is a nine trust level here, Ramon says two. Um, let's see. Mark Jones says nine, uh, four from Mikey until the Titans are signing first rounders after rookie deals or a fifth year. There's no proof the Titans will hit. So I'll talk about that. Uh, G man says about five and a half to six trust for J Rob Spurs rule on YouTube says, uh, three, he drafts needs over best player, only hit with Simmons, who was injured. Well, and I think Simmons was best player available, but available because of an injury. Caleb Farley was the same situation there, too. Uh, Ethan says right position, eight, right player, four. Dave says a seven. Tank says five and a half. Titans Kyle says about three in the first round. Uh, BK Titans says six. Billy and Jones says six. we're talking about the first round, people. Yes. It is not John Robinson as a general manager. It's not John Robinson drafting players from the first to the seventh round. These are first round draft picks. I mean, to, to simplify it, yeah. he's drafted Jack Conklin, Corey Davis, Adore Jackson, Rashawn Evans, Jeffrey Simmons, Isaiah Wilson, and Caleb Farley. So right. there's the seven. I, I toss Caleb Farley aside because we need more on Caleb Farley. Sure. But we are judging him based on first-round picks. It's also not a great start for Caleb Farley. Uh, the guy has been – he's had two ACLs and two back surgeries in the last, like, five years. But in between all that, he was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> so, like, I mean, you've got a lot of ability there. Uh, Deborah says 7.5. John says 8. Corey says 5.1. Ethan says 3. Uh, I mean, so there's a lot of – like, there's a lot of in-betweens here. Uh, Zach, there's a lot of Butchie ain't wrong either. No, no, he's not wrong. Kevin Dodd is basically a a late first round pick. They kind of treated that because he he was the 33 overall, 33rd overall. Yeah, he was the uh first pick of the second round because that was the year when they had the Rams trade, right? I'm changing. I'm no longer a 3.5, I'm now officially a three. Okay, Uh, three flat. So, Butchie, Butchie prays. I I was praying for a comment like that to change my mind, Butchie. Thank you for that. So I my official final answer, my trust level is not at a 3.5. It is at a 3 because I think he brings up a very valid point. Kevin Dodd was a first-round pick. I mean, 33 overall, you get the pick of the litter, plus you get a full day to sleep on it, think about it. I mean, you are in the driver's seat 
of that round of the draft that day. And he still picked the second. I mean, I didn't think it was going to get worse than Kevin Dodd. It did with Isaiah Wilson. So I'm at a three trust level. He just changed my mind. All right. So I'm going to now give you the data that I've been compiling over the last two mornings. <laughs> so uh, we're going to go through, I've got these players in different categories, but the hit, we're going to define the hit rate for the Titans first round draft picks uh, over the last 22 draft guys, uh, draft picks they've taken in the first round since uh, 1999 when they became the Tennessee Titans. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, and the Titans draft picks have been hurt quite often, and we've talked about this a lot with Doc Talk segments with the Bone and Joint Institute, know who to go to, know who to trust. That's simply the Bone and Joint Institute with over a dozen physicians there at their Franklin facility who specialize in nearly every joint injury you could possibly have in sports or in life. Get back to health. Don't fumble on your recovery. Head to the boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports were powered by BetMGM. I only placed one bet last night, and unfortunately, it did not hit. Okay. Luka Doncic over 28 and a half points. He had 26. I needed a three-pointer at the end. That didn't happen because it was a blowout win against the Pistons. But BetMGM afforded me the opportunity to give me that rush, that, that chemical in my brain to possibly win. I've won before. I will win again. Last night wasn't my night, but I'm back on the saddle. On a Thursday night, got a full NBA slate as that season winds down and playoff position is a premium as people try to jockey for where they're going to be seated, especially the play-in. BetMGM, code ATOZ Sports. That's what you need to know. Use that promo code, and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Download the app today. All right, Zach. So 22 draft picks from Javon Kirsch, 16th overall in 1999, all the way through Caleb Farley at 22 overall in 2021 last year. So here's the first category of how many guys did the Titans sign to second contracts that they drafted in the first round of those 22, there have only been five Zach. Now, Jeffrey Simmons will be uh, number six on this list, but that has not happened yet. So five guys who have gone ink to paper on second contracts were the Tennessee Titans over the last 22 draft picks. Uh, Taylor Lewan in 2014, Derek Morgan, uh, 2011, Chris Johnson, 2008, Michael Griffin, 2007, and Keith Bullock in 2000. So just, just, yikes. To, just yeah, yikes. And so Jeffrey Simmons will be number six in this. But again, I'm only going off of the facts, and I'm this is zero opinion. This is literally just the facts on what has happened with these guys in their NFL careers. So only five of 22 signed second deals with the Titans, Lawan, Derek Morgan, Chris Johnson, Michael Griffin, Keith Bullock. I'm not taking into consideration the success they had on the second deal because Chris Johnson dropped off. They had to cut him, right? There's nuances that go all into that. So only five and then six with Jeffrey Simmons. What's your thoughts on that? If you throw in Jeffrey Simmons, that's only 27%. Yeah. That's less than a third. I mean, less than 30% of the time they sign their first round draft picks 
to new deals. Yeah. And I have said this, and I will say it till I'm blue in the face. You draft top 10 picks, especially for second round or second second contracts yeah. with your team. Right. You draft first round picks in general, but when you have a top 10 player, you're at he as his ass better not get away from you because mm. the idea is the likeliness of him being a bust should be very low. I mean, you you have the opportunity to again get the pick of the litter, find your guy with your team need and draft him. So 27% of the time in their franchise's history as the Tennessee Titans, they have signed second contracts to their first round pick. That is yeah. putrid. That's Mike that's, Reinfeld. I mean, that is that's everybody. Uh, Floyd I mean, Reese, everybody. Our friend Floyd Reese, the late Floyd Reese. That's him. That's Reinfeld. That's Rustin Webster. That's John Robinson. So only five, soon to be six, with Jeffrey Simmons. Again, I'll throw this up there. First round pick signed to second deals. Okay, Zach. Now there's guys who have brought up other names that are missing from that list that were good players. So I've got uh, the next category is players who signed big deals, big second deals with other teams, right? And there's actually some nuance to this, but there's, again, I'm going by the facts. So what do I mean by big second deals? All of these guys got big money by other teams. You can say what you want about Corey Davis and, and Ori Jackson, but the fact is they got big deals for other teams. And I left out a one in 2017 there with Adoree Jackson. So Corey Davis, 12 and a half per year. Adoree Jackson with the Giants signed a three-year $39 million deal. Conklin, big money. Hainsworth, massive money from Washington. And Javon Curse broke everybody's heart by going to Philadelphia after being a just uh, an amazing draft pick back in 1999 after his rookie contract. So five guys go elsewhere with big deals, right? So now we're up to 10 slash 11, basically half of those pick. And I put the asterisks next to Tory Jackson because the Titans cut him, right? You talked about earlier, there's nuance to that deal where the Titans cut a Dory Jackson. So any uh, thoughts on that second group? Throw there? that graphic back up real yeah. quick. So this is uh, a guys, first round picks who signed second deals elsewhere for big money. And so who was good in their second deal with other teams, a part of this team? Well, Jack Conklin has been good. Albert Hainsworth was not. Corey Davis has not yet. Adoree Jackson has not yet. And Javon Curse got hurt. And Javon Curse came back to the Titans several years later. But Javon Curse had a couple good years with the Eagles. But yeah, those guys really didn't live. Li no, in, in, they didn't. They got yeah. big money and they didn't live up to their expectation. Look, I don't expect Corey Davis or Adoree Jackson to sit there and all of a sudden be world beaters of their second contracts with those right. teams. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, but that, again, that, that actually tells me that that's okay. They made the right decision that maybe they moved on. They didn't pay Albert Hainsworth the $100 million contract that he wanted. Javon Curse was okay, not great, probably not worth the money that the Eagles paid him. And we've said our piece about Adoree Jackson and Corey Davis. And Jack Conklin, again, I gave him a half. He has been all pro, yep. and he's been hurt out of his two seasons in Cleveland. So the, the, the book's still out there. But overall, maybe those are okay decisions to let those guys go. Right. Yes, for sure. So, okay, then the next category, Zach, is the guys who earn small second chances elsewhere, right? Not like the big deals elsewhere, but the small second chances elsewhere. There are four 
former Titans first-round draft picks who got small second chances elsewhere. Rashawn Evans just got his with the Falcons for a one-year deal. Marcus Mariota signed a two-year deal with the Raiders to be a backup. Kendall Wright uh, signed a deal with the Bears. Uh, he kind of flamed out after a year and a half in Chicago. And then Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt was a good player with the Titans towards ACL. And then had a decent career with the Rams, right? But it took him a couple other stops to get there. And so Kenny Britt was a small second chance. Uh, and we'll see what Mariota's career continues to develop into. But these guys did not work out with the Titans, right? There is zero doubts about that. Zero disagreement that these four guys did not work out with the Titans. And the league told them that all they deserved was a small second chance. Yeah, well, and Mariota, we already know about Mariota. Mariota is not starting cal starting quarterback caliber. He hasn't been for some years. He was a top two pick, and he was a bust. I mean, that's what he is. Kendall Wright and Kenny Britt, both wide receivers, and we know about this franchise and first-round wide receivers. They don't pick them very well. Kenny Britt is unique because he did have a couple thousand-yard seasons with the Rams. I, I do know that. That was the Steven Jackson days when Steven Jackson was, like, running wild in what was what was the St. Louis Dome called? That's a good trivia question. What was the dome called that the St. Louis Rams, the greatest show on turf, played in? I don't know. Chat, I'm going to leave that up to you because I don't want to look it up. Uh, and Donald Wright. Huh? TWA? Edward, Edward Jones, Jones Dome. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Donald gets it right. Donald gets two because Donald's right on two things. Edward Jones Dome and Donald got Kenny had talent but was an idiot. Yeah. yeah Anytime yeah. you go on a, uh, a, a basically a, a – how would you say this? When the cops are chasing after you in New Jersey and you got weed in the car or you try to get into uh, – A military what, base? A military base after drunk driving? Yeah. You stupid. That's also, what you are. He also wrecked his go-kart in training camp with the Rams. <laughs> I didn't remember that. Yeah, hard knocks. And videoed it with and, hard knocks. And look, I have I liked Kendall Wright as the person. You know, Austin and I had kind of a, a weird, you know, locker room relationship with we were just friendly, we'd talk, all that stuff. He Kendall Wright, unfortunately, was drafted in the era of the Ken Wisenhunt, Tommy Smith deal, and they didn't get along. Now, he had an opportunity with the Bears. The problem is the Bears always suck at offense. So, like, yeah. you're, ne you're not going to get the – I mean, talk to Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson's probably been the best wide receiver that they've had, and he got out of Dodge with, with nothing, a playoff loss. That's all that Allen Robinson – was. He, he was a part of that Bears playoff loss, the double doink, wasn't he, or was he still with the Jags? I think he might – I don't remember. So, remember. like, again, you go to Chicago, and you're not going to get that offensive production. So, uh. overall – and Rashawn Evans, we don't know. I mean, yeah. we'll find out to see what Dean Pease yeah. can do. But and three out of the four, not good. <laughs> well, and it's just it's just the fact that they didn't work out. Like they didn't pan out as first round draft picks, which is what we're grading here, right? They got a small opportunity elsewhere to earn a second chance. What they did with it is what they did with it. Now, the Nick biggest Lewis, one on that list, Austin, is Marcus Mariota. Oh, absolutely, because he was drafted <laughs> second overall to be a franchise quarterback and was done after five years and was actually done before that because he got benched. And uh, my favorite comment so far of the day from Nick, 
Kendall Wright be tripping, literally. <laughs> well, no, very he, good. He right. he did. He, Kendall Wright never was the wide receiver that he was in college, which was the deep threat with Robert Griffin III, which because he wasn't, wasn't playing the Big same Twelve thing. DBs. And yeah, he 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 struggled. He struggled. Yeah. All right. So he was, then, he was a body catcher too. Yes. So now next category, Zach, are the big busts. Like there are no doubt that these first round draft picks were just big fat busts. <laughs> and Isaiah Wilson, Chance Warmack, Jake Locker, and Andre Wolfolk. Just big fat busts from first round draft picks who did very little during their four years here or less and then were quickly out of the Titans and then not lasting in the league really whatsoever. So those four big fat busts with Isaiah Wilson, Chance Warmack, Jake Locker, and Andre Wolfolk, that's pretty self-explanatory there. Biggest so, one there is Jake Locker. Five yeah. years. A, a, you draft a bad franchise quarterback, it sets you it sets you back five years. It is that is the book. Yeah. So here's the situation. So we've just gone through the four second round chances, small second chances, the four big busts. Then you've got the two weird situations. I, I literally call this two weird ass situations. Vince Young and Pac-Man Jones, man. Like, those are weird situations, right? Because Vince Young made the Pro Bowl. Then it just blew up in his face. Pac-Man Jones was a really good player, but when you get involved in orchestrating a shootout in a Las Vegas strip club that leaves a guy paralyzed, that's a weird-ass situation. He went on to play in the NFL for like 12 years. Pac-Man did. And so, both Why these was, guys... Let me call a timeout here. Okay. Why is Vince Young... A weird situation because He's a butt. He, no i agree i again but what i was literally about to say before you cut in there both of these guys are considered busts but they both did have early success that justified the pick at that time right it wasn't all bad like when you go to these guys all bad all sucky no no high moments i mean maybe Jake Locker's game-winning touchdown to Justin Hunter against the Chargers. That's about it, right? <laughs> One but, game. <laughs> but these guys, those two top guys, Vince Young and Pac-Man Jones, they had early success that was like, that's why they were drafted in the top six, right? But again, I, it's weird. I, I don't think that. They're both busts. They're, again, when I, now, what am I about to do now? Because we've gone through all of that. I've got five guys who earned second deals. Jeffrey Simmons would be the sixth. Five guys who earn big money from other teams, uh, four big busts, plus these guys didn't work out. So now you can get give eight total busts of first rounders, plus these two guys. So now, Zach, I give you 10 big, 10 busts, whether it's big busts or small busts, 10 of the 22 first round draft picks are, are busts that are arguable that I think me and you agree are busts of first-round draft picks. 10 of 22 are busts, and that leaves Caleb Farley of a too-early-to-be-determined. So now you're really, you've done this down to 11 players. So we have to judge based on those 11 players. Two of them, which I think are busts, are, are you putting Corey Davis into the bust se selection? Um, I put that, I mean, because uh, if you don't, I don't agree with it. So, I, no, I mean, uh, Dory Jackson, and, and so let's go back to let, let's see, let's go back to this page. Yeah, I Corey I, Albert Hainsworth was a bust. 
he was on a bust. Albert Hainsworth also did get franchise tagged after his initial rookie deal. So there is some nuance to go with that, but they, he was on a bust because he was a pro bowl player. Um, and that, that oh, made, so you're saying oh, for the Titans, he was not a Titans. bust. I, 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 okay. I, I'm with you there. I don't but, care what they do what, wherever, with the Titans. Okay. Right? So you're ju- just with the Titans. So yeah. just with the Titans, I'll, I'll give you that. Javon curse. Be, I think, you put him in the same category as Hainsworth because he was good with the Titans, oh, either be it his first go around or his second one. Right. Yeah. So I'm down to Corey Davis and Adoree Jackson in which I think those guys are busts. So I'm now down to, let's say 12. Uh, 12. I'm nine. 12 I, I got nine, nine out of 22. Cause I'm not counting Caleb Farley. No. Are you counting? No, that, see, no, you're, you should be at 11. Or 12. You should be at 12 busts because you're considering Vince Young and Pac-Man bust, correct? Yes. Then you get these four guys, so now you're up to six, correct? Yes. You agree that these four guys are busts as first yes. round picks? So that and then and then so that's 10. And now you put Corey Davis and Rory Jackson. So Zach Bingham's bust list is at 12 of 22. 12 of 22. My bust list is at um 10 of 22. Because I I I think. Corey Davis and Adoree Jackson were in different situations where there's convert like in those are arguable. There are 10 no, guys. No, they're not. Go look okay. at Corey Davis's stats with Zach, the Titans, bro. Zach, hold on. Time out. Do not, I don't want to have the conversation. We are talking about there are 10 guys who are inarguable busts in the first round. Corey I Davis is one of those. Hold on. No, in your opinion, he is, which no. makes it argue. Stop, 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 Zach. Stop, please. I swear. There no, are no, no. 10. I have stop, to, I have stop. to address stop. this. No, I have, no, I have to, I, I will not move Zach, forward I'm not until we address talking. this. I'm not I have to, I have okay. to, talk. I have to address this. Continue yours. Your I point. have to ask you a question. How can you say legitimately that a top five NFL pick at wide receiver who didn't earn a second contract with the team and never got over a thousand yards receiving is not a bus. I don't. I don't want to have this. Conversation. I'm asking you that question, Zach. I swear. Let's just pause for a second, please. Control your blood pressure. Grab your stress straw. Whatever you can do. I swear to God, I do not want to have yet another Corey Davis conversation with you. I but don't. Can you answer Stop. that question? No, I don't want to get into the conversation. We've had that conversation a million times, and so I'm not trying and to you do it saying again. That Stop is talking. not a bus. I'm talking. Please. Stop. My point is the overall research project that I have done is that there are literally 10 guys who are consensus busts. I think Adoree Jackson and Corey Davis can, can be argued bust. Absolutely. But there are conversations that we have had to maybe that they aren't. So, no. and because, okay. So that, all right. So there are 10 to 12 busts, whatever. My point is there are people that can argue this. So, do you understand the research project's purpose? Please. No, I, I do. Please. Why I value Corey Davis and Adore Jackson is it, it, this is why. It defines what your percentage is. With 12 busts, you're at 54% bust rate in the first round. That's over 50% of all of your picks. If you take those away, you're under 50%, right? So that, yeah. that to me, matters. I put them as bus. That's fine. 54% of the time, this franchise drafts first round busts. Yeah. 
which is pretty bad. You, you have to, and Nick and all the people in the track, they are with me. That's and fine. Look, not many times in the chat that they are with Zach, but right now they are. Okay, I, look, I'll, I'll split. I'll say Corey Davis is a bust. Adoree yes. Jackson was a different nuanced situation. Because Adoree Jackson was pretty good at corner until that last weird injury, and they cut him. Because they picked up that fifth-year option and then got out from under it while they could. So I'll, I'll split it with you, okay? I'll, Thank I'll, you. As long as you say Corey is the bust, I'm okay with you splitting it. There you go. So Corey's the bust, and so now I say I'm at 11 of 22, right? So 50% inarguable, whatever it might be. The Titan, the point is the Titans bust a lot. So now that I've given you all this research, let's ask the question again. What's your trust level in the Titans to draft the right player in the first round this year? Because I ju we just told you it's over 50% bust, right? Over 50% bust. What's the trust level you have in the Titans drafting the right guy this year? Is it the same as earlier or, or different as earlier? But first, Zach, tell everybody about our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai, you won't bust there. You will. It will be the best decision that you make. The fuel efficiency, cost effectiveness at Wilson County Hyundai. Take a quick trip down I-40, exit 236, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Look at their inventory. Payne Bone, the owner of Wilson County Hyundai, uh, Hyundai, a good friend of the show, he'll hook you up with a great ride for you or your family. It could be a Palisade, which is a full-size SUV with third-row seating, the Ionic, which is their uh, electric car because gas prices are going through the roof, the fuel efficiency of the Sonata, in which I own, the Santa Fe, or the Elantra. Man, they, they have... They have what you need. You just got to go there or check online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. It is eSports. Don't forget, you got to download the BetMGM app. And when you do, use our code ATOZSports. You get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 after your first deposit with your first bet. So it's really easy. All you do, you download the app. You plug in our code ATOZSports. You make your first deposit. And then your first bet is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued with nominal trouble. Free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. So, Zach, uh, what are the comments saying now, knowing the Titans' bust rate is at over 50% since 1999, the first round? What's the trust level of first-round pick this year? So, I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of people, I think you've done your job there, Austin. Yeah. Because I don't think we see, we saw these low of trust level numbers. Drew goes with 1.5. Mikey's staying the same at four. Steven's staying the same. Still at three from Titans Kyle. Uh, but four out of 10 from Nika. Two from Big Ten Jeff. Uh, Brent says two. Double O agent man, Lou man, says 0.02. Nick Ewing goes two. Donald says three because Robinson likes to draft injured projects. Max says less than 25%. So he's at a less than 2.5. Yeah. He's 2.4. Right. Uh, Steve is the same at five. Still at five from Sin City Titan. Ethan goes two. Eric's still at four. Eric, uh, another Eric says four because I don't see them being blown away by anyone in the first round. Here is one thing that we have to also take into consideration. 
wouldn't you say, and I'm not going to bring up Corey Davis again, I probably will, but wouldn't you say that later in the first round, it makes it more difficult yes. to pick it, players, and right? I've got that. I've got that. So this is the, I laughed out loud when I got this number because I wanted to figure out what's the average draft position for the Titans over 22 years. Because they've had a lot of high picks too. Yeah, and they've had a lot of high busts. I bet you right? I could guess it. You want to guess what the average draft position for the Titans was in the first round over 22 years? What's yeah. your guess? My guess is 16. It's 16. <laughs> I I literally did that when I was the like, Jeff Fisher. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Fisher, Jeff Fisher number. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally 16.4. <laughs> so it's like, it's Eight, not even... It's it's literally you cannot be any more in the middle than sixteen point four, but you can sixteen point five is literal middle of the damn NFL, and they're at sixteen point four. I yeah, almost and peed, I didn't know that, but I I, I almost peed my pants. I I added up everything and divided it by twenty two, and I got sixteen point four. It was so damn funny. So and you know what? What's the worst place to be in the NFL? Yeah, eight and eight. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, They've changed so that. Funny. The NFL literally has changed that to now you can't be eight and eight. Yeah. But yeah. right in the middle of the 32 teams is the worst place that a franchise can be in sports because yeah. you don't move. So you, you don't get opportunity. So let's go through the, the, the 11 or 12 busts that we've named and find out the draft position of those guys. You ready, Zach? Mm -hmm. uh, so you've got uh, Pac-Man Jones, six, Vince Young, three. <laughs> Ooh. Isaiah Wilson, 29, so he, that's late, right? Andre Wolfolk was in the late 20s as two. Jake Locker was eight. Chance Warmack was 10. So now we're already at four top 10 busts. Four top 10 busts already. Uh, then you've got Mariota at uh, two. two. <laughs> so now you've got five top 10 busts. Um, and then Kendall Wright was 20. Britt was 30. Rashawn Evans was 22. And then you've got Corey Davis at five. Bus. Now we're at six top 10 bus and Adoree Jackson was at 18. So six top 10 busts. And I believe out of the 12 half. Yeah. And I believe four of those busts of those top 10 busts were top six picks. Two quarterbacks, Vince Young and Marcus Mariota. Then you got Corey Davis and Pac-Man Jones. And that's that's the big difference is yeah. that the two quarterbacks can't be your busts when you pick in the top well, ten. How, or, how many quarterbacks? I mean, how many quarterbacks are on this bust list, Zach? Three, three quarterbacks, right? That's where everybody that's hating on Ryan Tannehill, like, because that's three quarterbacks in a row, right? That's what well, it's, it's fifteen years of bust. We, yes, it, it sets you back five years apiece. Yes, because. Vince Young, 06. Locker, five years later in 11. And then Vince, uh, uh, then Mariota was four years after Locker for 15, 2015. So yeah, literally. Yeah, he didn't get a fifth, fifth round. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and I will say this. The five-year mark is changing. It's getting shorter. It's probably closer to four in today's era of football because general managers are antsy and they'll move off of a quarterback sooner than what they used to. So... I mean, but that's the franchise in a nutshell. And the problem is, and this pains me to say, and I, I, I like Ryan Tannehill. I wish him the best, I, but he's proven that 
He is what we thought he was. Yeah, and that he's is got a limit. His, not he has elite a at his position. And historically, if you look at that position in Super Bowl champions, you need an elite quarterback. I mean, look at him. I mean, you can get to the Super Bowl without an elite quarterback like Jake DeLome, but your ass is going to lose. Yeah. You have Nick Foles, you've got Joe Flacco, Brad Johnson, and Trent Dilfer. Those are the weird type of situations. Now, I would say two out of those four had all-world defenses with the Bucks and the Ravens. So that, I mean, all-world, all-time defenses is a justification. But the Bradys, the Mannings, the Staffords, who has turned elite, I mean, those are the guys, the Breeze, the other Mannings, Favre's, Rodgers, Roethlisberger's, Wilson, those win you Super Bowls. Tannehill's not going to win you a Super Bowl. He's not going to do it. No, he's not. And I think we figured that out. And so let's let's do this because I I said this at the beginning of the show, and I've compared the Titans over the last their their twenty two picks in the first round as the Tennessee Titans is what we've been breaking down for the last forty minutes. I've also done the same thing from nineteen ninety nine to now for a franchise that's viewed as one of the best well-run franchises in the league. And ironically, over the same amount of time, the exact same number of first-round picks, the difference is drastic on the hit rate for this franchise to the Titans. So I want to go through that. You've already named the quarterback that has won them multiple Super Bowls when you just went through all those guys. You've named them. So I, it's not New England because that would be unfair uh, because of Tom Brady being a six-round pick, right? So we'll go through that, uh, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where you need to go. Better coverage, better rates, better service, over 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farm Bureau Health Plans changed my life. I mean, it changed my pocketbook. I save 20% each month. I have a better health plan. I've got an allowance for my contacts. I've been wearing contacts since I was in seventh grade. I couldn't see the board. I was like, mom, I can't see the board. I had to go get glasses. I've been wearing contacts ever since. You know, who's never given me allowance, my health plan. Now, all of a sudden I get a health plan where I essentially get contacts for free. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I'm not paying additional money. They're usually like a hundred bucks. If anybody's wearing contacts, they know the, the price of those AccuView two Oasis that I love. And I toss into my eye every morning. Farm Bureau health plans has helped me with that better coverage, better rates, better service. I'm experiencing it. You can experience it. FBHP.com slash a T O Z. Don't forget again, download the BetMG map. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. It's real easy. Download the app, use the code ATOZ Sports, make your first deposit, first bet risk free up to a thousand bucks. Got the NBA playoffs coming up, which is a great chance to uh, make some good money, especially in the first round of the NBA playoffs where betting success can be had with the BetMGM app. All right, Zach. What's up? Well, quickly, before you get to your team, because I'm really actually excited. I don't know what the team is. I have a guess, but I, I, I don't know what the team is. I do want to say this to maybe try to get you over to our side. Nick, Adoree had two interceptions in three seasons with the Titans. 
That's a well, bust, I, yeah. bro. I mean, I don't like comparing. I don't like judging a corner based on interceptions alone. I think a first round pl- pick, though, in on, one of his me. years, he didn't play. No, I, hold on, man. Like I, I again, I don't want to get too deep into this, but, but is that fair? I mean, it's fair to, to criticize him for the lack of interceptions because you want created turnovers, no doubt. But I, I don't think you should judge a cornerback alone on interceptions. There's a lot of really good corners. A first round do- pick, though. Okay. There's a lot of really good corners who don't have big interception numbers. Dale Ramsey doesn't have big interception numbers. Like, this is not the case. At least Jalen Ramsey plays. Or uh, okay. Jackson Again, plays I don't want to waste time on this stuff. Okay? Is it a bus? He's a bus. Yes, we've talked about this already. Like you're just running over a dead person in the middle of the road over. Well, and over. when it needs to, when he needs to be run over, he needs to be run over. All right. So, do you want to guess the team that I'm going to compare the Titans to? With, with uh, I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Nailed it. It is the Pittsburgh. Man, team. I'm on fire today, baby. Yep. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. So. Let's just go over the Titans numbers real quick, okay? So we have decided that 12, 11 or 12, are of the Titans' 22 first-round picks are busts at some level. Only five, soon to be six with Jeffrey Simmons, will have second contracts with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Five guys signed big deals elsewhere, uh, and then we get into the bust situations there, right? So that's the revisiting there for the Tennessee Titans. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, are you ready, Zach? 22 picks in the first round since 1999. 10 Pittsburgh Steelers second contracts. Double that. And that does not count Devin Bush, who is probably on his way, right? 10 second deals. Guys like TJ Watt, David DeCastro, there's guys all big names, right? Troy Polamalu, Ben Roethlisberger, Casey Hampton, all these guys, right? 10 second deals. Three guys got big deals elsewhere. And the Steelers' three guys that got big deals elsewhere are not the Titans' guys who got big deals elsewhere. Because those three guys are Plaxico Burris, who went on to win a Super Bowl with the Giants. Game-winning Super Bowl touchdown, right, with a new team. How about Santonio Holmes? Game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Went with signed big money with the Jets. And Bud Dupree, right? So that's 13, 13 of 20 legit first round draft picks. By the way, 11 of those 13 have made Pro Bowls. Wow. Now, the Pro Bowls mean less because Pittsburgh are going to get more Pro Bowlers because they are the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's a popularity contest. So I would, I kind of leave out that last line. But okay, how, those are how about straight this? facts, home. How how about I how about I two of them? Um, well, Alan Fanica was in '98, so he's cut off right there. But Troy Polamalu is already in the Hall of Fame. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Marquise Pouncey, I mean, might make the Hall of Fame. So right, and so there's that. If you look at the Titan or the Steelers busts that did not pan out, because I don't have the context out of what happened like I do with the Titans, but only six guys of these 22 first-round picks truly did not pan out in the NFL. Guys like Jarvis Jones out of Georgia, linebacker, Rashard Mendenhall, running back, Illinois, right? Like, we know these names, but they didn't really pan out in the NFL. Artie Burns, Terrell Edmonds are recently, Ziggy Hood, uh, defensive tackle, didn't really pan out, right? Then they've got one weird situation because – 
Ryan Shazier was a really damn good pick, but his injury cost him his career. And so I already said 13. Oh, that's 20- a good pick. Yeah. I already said 13 of 22 were legit NFL players for a long time. Add Ryan Shazier to that. So you talk about hit rate for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 14 of 22. 14 so you of may 22. or may not have this information. I'm now just curious. Do you Did you do the same thing? What was their average pick? 21. Wow. They had a worse, and that that that's not surprising. I thought it was going to be, it was going to be lower than sixteen. But their average pick out of all of those are twenty one. That is a damn good drafting franchise. That's I mean that's why they have Super Bowls because their first round picks they impact and then they stay there for eight years. Yep, they're there the, for eight the, years. And the three guys that got away, right? Bud Dupree because you had T.J. Watt. And Plaxico Burris because you're fine. Santonio Holmes because you had Antonio Brown. <laughs> like, like it's like you didn't like you had like they didn't have to have those guys. Yeah, that was the smart right decision to let those guys walk. That is and you know what, Gerald? <laughs> Gerald, you're getting the love of the show, my man. My boy, Gerald Sanders Jr. Wow, that's frustrating. <laughs> I think that is what everybody is feeling. And and Kudos to you, Austin, for putting this together. I, I think this was a really good show. It was unique. It was a lot of good content. But Gerald hits the nail on the head. Wow. That's frustrating to see what the Titans, because look, you and I and everybody in the chat, the reason, one of the reasons why we're here is we've covered the football team, whether you're a fan or actually covered it in the media like we have over the last you know, decade plus. And to see the statistics is very eye-opening, especially when you compare. And Austin, you didn't run the numbers of the Green Bay Packers or the New England Patriots or the other franchises that have been very respectable, but I bet, I would bet my bottom dollar that they're closer to the Pittsburgh Steelers drafting than the Tennessee Titans drafting. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is, um, I'll go back and I'll look. I mentioned the, the 21st average draft position for the Steelers. I'm scrolling through them right now. They haven't had a pick inside the top 10 since Plaxico Burris in 2000. So they drafted Devin Bush 10th overall a few years ago, but that's because they traded up to go get him. So they, oh, yeah, they were right. 20th. They were 20th in that pit in that draft, and they traded up 10 spots to go get Devin Bush. A guy that they're about to resign. Well, look, so, that's so the art if, of the if you draft. Wanna, so if you want to add, if we're going to add Jeffrey Simmons to the to the hits of the Titans, we can add Devin Bush to the hits of the Steelers. So let's make that's that fair. number 15 of 22. 15 of 22. Uh, trust level in the Pittsburgh Steelers drafting this uh, this coming April. Uh, I'm going to go 8.5. Well, <laughs> but here, this is a unique situation because they're still drafting 20th because they are a playoff team. But now they need a quarterback. Yeah, and there that's the difference. Is yep. all of that's well and good. And I was going to bring that up. I was going to wait till you did did all your thing. The biggest difference in comparing, which I will say is a, a bit unfair, 
is that when you have a franchise quarterback that you drafted, right? Mm -hmm. And they did with Ben Roethlisberger that had success right out of the gates in year two. They won a Super Bowl. It makes your life so much easier. But and, in, you know, the time, when you in the time since the Steelers drafted Ben Roethlisberger at 11 overall, the Titans have drafted three quarterbacks higher than 11 overall. All busts. So that it's the ultimate outlier. If you have a quarterback, drafting is a lot easier. It is. Yeah. Because and so if you, you draft know, an offensive player, the likeliness of him being good is a lot higher because he's got a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. So it all, I mean, that has to be stated through everything that we said, but Gerald's still right, man. That's frustrating. Yeah. It is in every, it just, it's so Titans, right? It's, you know, your average pick is 16th overall, your 50% bust rate. You've busted three quarterbacks. You can't get a wide receiver to hit in the first round. And you see teams like the Steelers who got their head on straight that are a really good franchise. And Nate's right. 20 years later, the Titans still don't have a quarterback. I mean, they had, I mean, that's that's not fair for Ryan Tannehill's last couple of years. Like I, I get I get how it ended, but the Titans have been drafting late in the first round the last couple of years because of Ryan Tannehill and what he's done. So what we do, do you have defined to by oh look, while we can hold Ryan Tannehill accountable for the playoff failures, we do have to give him credit for what he's been able to do since taking over from Marcus Mariota and elevating the expectation. I do like Ryan Tannehill has kind of become his own worst enemy because his good play in the regular season has elevated his own expectation from everybody else. So we do have to say that and not just dump on the guy every opportunity his name comes up. No, I, I, I get that. But the fact of the matter is, if you want to hear, you know, the hotness scale, Ryan Tannehill is a seven. That's what he is. He is a hard seven. He plays like a hard seven, but to go be the homecoming queen, you're going to have to be a 9 or a 10. And Ryan Tannehill's a hard 7. And look, there's nothing wrong with hard 7s, but they're not 9s or 10s, and you can't win the Super Bowl. It, 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 it's And you are correct. He has raised the expectation. But now with the expectation, we're, you're going for homecoming queen. You're not going for, you know, the, the, the guy on the sidelines. And, and, that is the facts. And when the pressure and the bright lights have been on, Ryan Tannehill has not played the way that he needed to play. He didn't do that in Kansas City in the AFC Championship game in the second half. He didn't do that against Baltimore at home when Lamar Jackson ran wild over and he had an opportunity to go win the game. And he sure as hell didn't do that with his three interceptions and another opportunity to go win the game with two minutes left. All he used three points too against Cincy. He didn't need seven. He didn't yep. need four. He needed three. Yeah. He needed so one, again, really. Yeah. So that's my research project. So I, I didn't want to give a, a, a shout out and a hat tip to J. Martin Ramon, who had who started this conversation a couple days ago on 1045 the zone that got my mind thinking. Uh so again, a hat tip to those guys uh for creating that conversation. And, and really Ramon Foster was able to do a lot of that Pittsburgh Steelers stuff off the top of his head earlier on, but I went and uh, dug deep and found the, the facts on that. So uh, props to those guys for getting this thing going. But I mean, I think, you know, that's the frustrating part. It is frustrating about the Titans is that they've, 
They've had opportunities. They've had what? What did we say? Six top 10 picks in the last 22 years. And they've whiffed on basically all of them. All of them. They have not had a hit in the top 10. That's on. That's ir- That's. It's irresponsible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you were right. It's Unex- unacceptable is where I was trying to find. That's unacceptable. Oh, for six in the top 10. That's Two supposed the six. Be- Mariota. Well, let's yeah, go yeah. chronological order, right? Pac-Man Jones at six overall. Vince Young at three overall. Uh, Jake Locker at eight overall. Uh, then you had uh, Mariota at, um, or you had uh, Chance Wormack at 10 overall. Then Mariota at um, two. That, and Corey yep. Davis at five. Yeah. Wolf. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Jake says, uh, Austin, do the Jags numbers to make us all feel better. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say that Jake, I, I thank you, Jake, because I was going to say at the end of this, well, at least I, I guarantee that the average pick of the Jags is top 10 and they've missed on more than 12. I mean, the, the Titans, they have don't not, have 22 I, years though. Like Isaiah Wilson is the worst bust of all time. Let's just get that right. But the Jags have had a guy like Justin Blackman who really just trashed his way out of the league as a fourth overall pick. Well, and Leonard Fournette, of- he was top five pick, and yeah. I don't he didn't do that for the Jags. I mean, the the, the Jags, they went to an AFC championship game, you know? Yeah. It was yeah. weird. Which so so the Titans. Both expected to lose that game, and both did. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Now that we've just been as um, Ken says, Dan, is he going to have me dreading the draft? Now, as we've just made you all sad about the upcoming NFL draft for the last hour, uh, let's go ahead and end the show on the magic bucket. The magic bucket will make us all feel a little bit better. Uh, so let's do the magic bucket here on uh, this Thursday. All right, Zach, uh, whose sticker week is it? Because you were out last Thursday. It is on, my sticker. Week. Is your sticker week okay? So I will. I'm grabbing the bucket now underneath the desk. So my sticker is a. I've had for now over a month, yeah. and I haven't had a chance to slap this bad boy on. It's been in my wallet, but uh, every year my family goes to a certain rodeo in Fort Worth, Texas. My grandmother, uh, before she passed away. She worked up until she was 91 years old and she's, she was the operator for the Fort Worth stock show rodeo for 19 years, the last 19 years of her life. She'd work six months for the rodeo and then go down to Shreveport, Louisiana and gamble for the other six. So, uh, Fort Worth stock show and rodeo. We go there every year for my family reunion. I got to represent there on the, uh, on the, the bucket. I bought this a couple months ago. This is the time we'll put that on the bucket. Yeah, that's a, a hell of a second or third career. Yeah, I, I don't well, know what it was. I, it was her second career. Okay. She was, uh, this is actually pretty fascinating. Uh, so my, if you know my personality, uh, imagine my grandmother's personality. She's a rattlesnake and she worked for Southwestern bell, which turned into AT&T right. for 30 plus years. And she was the first female manager in Southwestern Bell in the state of Texas. 
that and I, I I wear that with a badge of honor because it takes a strong woman to manage in the 1960s mm-hmm. men that don't want to be managed by a woman. And yep. so uh, that is her claim to fame uh, for that stretch of her career. Well-respected woman. Uh, rest in peace, Grammy. All right, time for the bucket. Um, I'm pulling out the equipment that I continue to hold in the bucket uh, for storage. Okay. So let's see. I'm going to pull this for you because I pulled for me first last week with Jack. All right, Zach. Ah, I had to do this last week. Go get one of uh, Tux's dog toys and put it in your mouth. Ooh, well, I can do that. And this has to be a a used toy. Yeah, yeah. well, you got plenty of those. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, all right, Zach's going to go get uh, one of Tux's toys and put it in his mouth. I had to do that in the last week of the week before, and that's not um, a fun thing to do. Uh, so we'll see how long it takes Zach to go grab a dog toy. Jarrell says get a dirty one. All right, here he is. Uh, Bobby asked, did Austin get his gift yet? No, I I need to give Jack the business card so oh, he can get me a gift. And I just saw something. Before yeah. we get to this, I got uh, – this is a good one. I, I went full out on this. This is, uh, is going to be good. Bobby, did Austin get his gift yet? So Austin that's, so actually – no, that's different. So, so last week Jack had to give me a gift, but I have yet to give Jack the company card to buy the gift yet. So, but the week before, I had to give Zach a gift. I have my gift. I mean, I'm, I'm actually very proud of this gift that I gave Zach. <laughs> so, thank you, Austin. My gift is Bob Ross Chia Pet. <laughs> Something that I have yet to use, but you know, it, it could be in the circuit. Could be. I mean, it's uh, it's spring on my time. coffee table. It's springtime now. Is the time to grow plants. Spring so, has sprung. Uh, yeah, there you go. There's your Bob Ross chia pet. I thought that was perfect. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with having a tree as a friend. Yep. Have you seen uh, the? There's a documentary on Bob Ross. It's pretty good. Really, that's funny. Well, because of his estate and his family there and the ownership of Bob Ross, a company owns everything Bob Ross, not the Bob Ross family. It's very like, I mean, it's, it's interesting. All right. Here's my dog toy. Oh God, you got a bone. Oh no. Okay. You can take it out. (laughs) Thank you. I thought you were going to take it out yourself. I didn't realize you were just going to the old it. bone, the old bone. Oh God. That's disgusting. All right. Okay. I just have to wear an A to Z sports hat on tomorrow's show. I have actually yet to do this. It's not bad. Tomorrow is also a special show. You'll find out in the morning. Ah, mm. all right. Well, we'll see you guys tomorrow on Friday. And uh, so have a great rest of your Thursday. Don't forget, A to Z Sports Primetime wraps up his buck, wraps up his week tonight at 8 Central Time. He talked about Derrick Henry hate again. Uh, it, and it is, not a new, it is not a new bone, fellas. I see you in the chat sitting there saying that's a new bone. It, it, it's been chopped. It's been but chopped. he hasn't made his way to the center of the bone where you went. He's working on the end. 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta get your way there. He's a smaller dog. He's not in a Rottweiler. He, I mean, that, that bone's about as big as his head. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday. The A to Z Sports Podcast Network, new content basically every day. As Steven says on YouTube, like the show before you go. Absolutely do that, Steven. Thank you for reminding everybody in the YouTube chat to do that. Like the show before you head out, and also subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Ring that bell. Uh, to get uh, your notifications when we go live. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Friday. Thanks. Adios.